0: I was talking with my girlfriend, Michaela, last night, and there can be this general consensus of anxiety. Oh, the new year's coming, and I didn't accomplish anything I wanted to accomplish last year, and there could be feeling of not doing enough. Well, I said that maybe the new year should be seen as a birthday of sorts. Wow, I get not, I haven't done anything, and I have to do more this year. It's I get to live another year or I get to start another year on this planet. Wow. A time of reflection, a time of gratefulness. I get to do more things. Not I have to do uh, all these things because of New Year's resolutions. I have to get in shape. I have to write this book. It's I get to go to the gym. I get to go on walks and appreciate life. Another trip around the sun. I get to write what I want to read. I get to make the art that I want to see. I get to make the music that I want to hear. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled. I'm your host, As always, Dylan Randall. And I'm so glad you're here. It is great to be at the end of the year here. Uh, This episode will be uploaded after the new year, but I am recording this on December 31st, 2021. It's been an interesting, long year. In 2020, around March, things sort of hit the fan. As 2020 came to an end, we were all saying, thank goodness 2020 is over, that must mean everything is done. Well, it wasn't. And 2021 is pretty shitty, too, if you want to look at it that way. But I, I, on the other hand, have felt very blessed. I've, I've felt a huge transformation in these past two years and have really learned to allow adversity to make me a better person, a better man. And I'm sure many men and women however you identify around the world, feel the same way. But for a lot of us, it didn't go that way. It, it sort of fucked us up. Some of us lost jobs, were divorced, were separated from family. Some of us lost close family members, and not only the elderly, but of all ages, you know, above 30, more in general, but even deaths below 30 have happened. Now, I really appreciate the strength that has come from this global problem, we'll call it. Right, Certain keywords can't be said apparently, but uh we're still in a free country. I believe this is a free world and I'm going to speak freely as much as I can without this podcast being fucking burned. Now, that being said, this is not a circumstance for us to cower. This is not a time to look back and think, I should have cowered from life. I should have wept more, and feared more, and stayed in more, maybe that would have changed things. This is a time to be rational, to be healthy, to look at things with science and logic, but heart and spirit, the connection of these four things, right? To really look inside and look outward in a way that is balanced so that we can help our fellow men and women. And... A way that we can fucking benefit society and not fear monger with each other. I think this has taught us lessons uh, in how to become better, right? Soft times make soft people. Soft people make hard times. Hard times make hard people. Hard people make soft times. It is cyclical. Well, we've been in some pretty soft times recently uh, as far as the last few decades go. And this has shown a lot of our weakness. And I think that I think this whole pandemic thing has really sh- it's really exemplified uh, the choice that we always have in life. And I think that is partly what has split our country so much. To some, this has been an example of fear. To some, this has been an excuse to stay inside, to not exercise, to not go to the gym, to rely. On uh, uh, one thing to prevent all illness and to not change our way of life, to become more unhealthy as a country, that all you have to do is this one thing, you don't have to exercise, you don't have to get sunlight, that hasn't been covered by the news, to allow us to rely on the government to tell us everything we need and to be scared. Well, a great many people, arguably up to half, have, has taken this as an excuse to become stronger to defy people telling us to give up who we are individually, individual rights backed up by the Constitution of the United States. And they have taken this as an opportunity, and I think this is the correct way, to become smarter, to educate, okay, what? I'm, maybe I'm not as healthy as I want to be, maybe to use this as an excuse or a circumstance, I should say, to illuminate an opportunity to be healthier. Many folks, I, I believe, have been honest with themselves, like, fuck, this could kill me. If I'm unhealthy, if I'm diabetic, if I have severe heart disease that can be reversed with simple diet changes, losing some weight, becoming healthy, getting some sun, looking into vitamin D supplementation, getting better sleep. And I think this has caused those people to be honest with themselves because being honest with yourself is hard. It requires humility. It requires not to be hard on yourself, but to be honest and loving, which is the healthy way to do it. And I think those people have become stronger. And I think looking at this as an opportunity to let us become stronger as a country, healthier. An opportunity to change our diets, right? You have these medicine commercials playing or these fucking news stations sponsored by these medicine companies. I won't use names. And then they play a fucking fast food ad right after, which is really contributing to the deaths of this whole problem to begin with. So a lot of people have said, a lot of people have become stronger. It's like, fuck this. I'm taking control of my life. We live in a time where it is dangerous to be unhealthy. I'm going to start running. I'm going to start lifting some fucking wakes, picking heavy things up and putting them down, right? I'm going to eat grass-fed beef or whatever you can get your hands on and make it myself and eat it with some fucking rice instead of going to fast food three times a day, right? I'm going to get eight hours of sleep instead of six. I'm going to play with my kids more because... Time is fucking limit. It's limited. Memento Mori. Marcus Aurelius has coined this term. Memento Mori. You could leave life right now. I keep a coin on me from the Daily Stoic. I love that Instagram and YouTube channel. Follow them if you haven't. Stoicism has been very helpful for me. God has been very helpful for me primarily. Whatever you believe in God, right? A greater power. The benefit of believing in a higher power in general even atheists, I believe I even seen it, I, I saw an atheist one time speaking on that, that believing in a higher power is good for society, right? It can take the doom and gloom out of things. It can help you think in a greater perspective. Whatever your beliefs are, there's something there for going into the woods or the desert and really asking yourself and asking a higher power what the right thing to do is. If for anything else, you're consciously thinking. Prayer is, if for anything else, you consciously thinking about what you don't like that you've done, things you want forgiveness for, and the things you want to accomplish that otherwise you probably would never consciously verbalize if you don't believe in prayer. I mean, if you don't believe in prayer, how often are you consciously verbalizing the things you feel bad about being of good moral character and the things you want to do better? How often do you really verbalize consciously with a will to do better these things prayer is a way to do that even if you don't believe in god prayer is a way to do that where you're simply verbalizing what you want to see in life and i've seen that tremendously help me get to where not only i want to go but where i need to go that i never could have fathomed without a little bit of faith a little bit can go a long way. You take care of the small things and the big things take care of themselves. And I know this is a different rant than I usually go on, but it's the end of the year. I was talking with my girlfriend, Michaela, last night, and there can be this general consensus of anxiety. Oh, the new year's coming and I didn't accomplish anything I wanted to accomplish last year. And there could be a feeling of not doing enough. Well, I said that maybe the new year should be seen as a birthday of sorts. Wow, I get, not, I haven't done anything and I have to do more this year. It's, I get to live another year. Or I get to start another year on this planet. Wow. A time of reflection. A time of gratefulness. I get to do more things. Not, I have to do uh, all these things because of New Year's resolutions. I have to... Get in shape, I have to write this book. It's, I get to go to the gym. I get to go on walks and appreciate life. Another trip around the sun. I get to write what I want to read. I get to make the art that I want to see. I get to make the music that I want to hear. Not, I have to do this by that time. Art is never, from my experience, my art personally has never really come to good fruition from pain. Pain. A little bit of pain is involved, and especially getting started. You get started with something, that's the hardest part. But after two weeks, they say you can build a habit if you do it enough. Four weeks, six weeks, it changes. But once you get into the rhythm, creating from a place of gratitude has been the healthiest for me. Enjoying the process. So many times around New Year's, we focus on end results when it's really, really the best arts and the best things in life come from the journey. Once you get there, then what? Life is a journey, not a destination. Because guess what? Ultimately, the destination is death, and we're all, where do all the experiences go? The destination is the journey. Don't focus on what you want to do. Enjoy the things that you get to do. At least that's what that's what fucking helps me, right? I'm not a total fucking idiot, maybe a little bit, but there's a few things I've learned especially this year with this the the starting of this podcast. I've been getting into art. I officially I, st- I started making music again. I just fucking did the things I wanted to do with no goal of anything coming from it. So just fucking get some paint, throw it on a paper and don't fucking ask questions. Don't think about what you want it to be. Just do it. Maybe use it as meditation. You're just moving. Let your mind be silent for a while. Let your mind think what it wants without you having to force a destination. Okay? Enjoy the drive. So, so often I'm on the road and people, for one, die all the fucking time out in this desert and these highways trying to pass people. And two, they're angry. They pass you. They're flashing their high beams when you're already going over the speed limit. They're tailgating you. And they're so angry, they, they could easily pass you, but they don't. They're just angry. So often I see so many lessons in life through driving, through the way I see people act in general. So many people are angry. Their their chests are tight. Their stomachs are knotted. Right? They're angry. There's a frown on their face. If you just relax everything, right? Release your shoulders. Let your stomach relax. Release the tension in your neck. In your jaw, and your face. Take a deep breath. Even if you're just going to the store, enjoy that drive to the store because it may be your last. Enjoy walking around in the store. When I go to the store, I have headphones in. This has been a new thing lately. And I I thoroughly enjoy being a part of my community and being able to live life. To be able to go to a store and to get any food I want, really. That's very new, relatively in society. It's very new. I am grateful and when adversity comes, I now see it as how can this make me a better man, not what is this doing to my life to make it worse? How can this make me stronger? How can this make me smarter? How how can this make my art better? Because some of the greatest pieces of art have come from adversity, okay? And don't you think if The Nazis were trying to destroy art, that art has an importance in society, especially when it comes to historical context and the place it holds. Don't you think the art that comes out of this pandemic is important for the rest of time, as long as we can hold on to it? The impression that it leaves far beyond our own death. And those pieces of art are made from the journey. Not what we told ourselves we had to do at the beginning of 2020. We didn't know the pandemic would come at the beginning of 2020. But if you're there, if you're present in the journey, you're not worrying about the past and the future, right? You're, you're present. Then you can let the art flow out of you. Whatever your art is, whether you're an electrician, right? There, there can be an art in that, genuinely. The way you care for someone's home to make sure it is safe and that it works functionally. Making your society better the art of being good to them good bedside banners, as they call it with doctors leaving an impression on somebody making a good relationship with somebody making their bit maybe you're an electrician and they're having a bad day and your little your your, your little interaction of treating them as a human being is sharing this world with us made the difference between them making a bad decision and not causing road rage that day that could kill someone you never know so coming from a place of gratitude is something i want to continue to Let in rather than force in this new year coming up. Anyways, that's my bit. It might not mean a fucking thing to you, but it feels good for me to say. I don't know. This could be my last episode ever. We never know. And I wanted to put my truth out there, my experience, because it may help someone out there. And if this even reaches one person and helps them based off of my experience, then that's really something. I feel good about that. Anyways, there's some fucking funny things that have been happening this week. I'm just going to go over the news now. Uh, Fish have been raining from the sky. Uh, Fucking fish are canceled as they are landing on people's heads in 2021 this year. uh, Fish rained from the sky in a rare phenomenon in Texas. Okay, Residents in Texarkana, about 200 miles from Dallas, uh, heard and have seen fish falling from the fucking sky, landing in their yards, etc. The city of Texarkana wrote in a Facebook post, 2021 is pulling out all the tricks, including raining fish in Texarkana today. And no, this isn't a joke. It's a f- Apparently, this is a phenomenon called animal rain. And it happens when... Small animals such as crabs, small fish, and frogs are swept into water spouts that occur on the surface of the earth. So anyways, fish are running from the sky. You know, it's, it's funny, uh, the things that are happening this year. Very symbolic, right? And uh, I think it's, it's beautiful in a way. It's beautiful. Uh, fish falling from the sky with the rain. So if you didn't really read up on Harambe, there's this funny theory going around uh, that Harambe, which is this gorilla, which was in a zoo enclosure a few years ago. I believe it was around 2016, 2018. And this child was not being watched by their parents properly, and they fell into the pen of this gorilla. And it looked like the gorilla rushed to it to protect it, to protect the child. And that's what's so heartbreaking about this. You can't know for sure, but that's what it looked like happened. And because of the dangerous situation, the gorilla wasn't harming the child because it was simply near it. They shot and killed the gorilla. And people became enraged upon this um, finding of the details. So Harambe was the name of the gorilla. It looked like it was protecting the child. And they fucking shot and killed it because the parents weren't watching their kids. Zoos fucking suck, first of all. The gorilla's probably not happy there. It's not in its natural habitat. Second of all, the parents are watching the kid, which is a very fucking common theme. A lot of people are, you you should have a fucking license to have kids. I know that's against freedom and I don't know if I really would go to my grave with that thought. But so many fucking morons are having kids. I said it, you guys are fucking idiots. And you're just making more idiots and you're raising them as idiots. What the fuck? Anyways, besides that describing a lot of the problems today, one of many... Uh, the mom fucking let her kid fall into a fucking gorilla pen and, uh, they shot and killed the gorilla when it looked like all it was trying to do was protect the kid. So there's this funny theory that the start of all this bad shit was the fall of Harambe, (laughs) which is funny. It's funny. Uh, anyways, this fucking happened again in its own way, except it's sort of almost worse because it was a maintenance worker this time and he could face criminal charges. So a maintenance worker entered an unauthorized area of a Florida zoo. Shouldn't have been there. I'm guessing he knew it because he fucking worked there. And he was attacked by a fucking tiger. Now the tiger was shot and killed. Because they had to free the man from the animal's grip. It happened Wednesday at Naples Zoo. And it was close to the public, uh, according to the Collier County Sheriff's. Office. It looks like the man known as 26 year old River Rosenquist of Naples was possibly petting or feeding the tiger, both of which are unauthorized and dangerous activities, uh, the sheriff's office said. So, anyways, According to the sheriff's office, initial reports indicate that the tiger grabbed the man's arm and pulled it into the enclosure after the man traversed an initial fence barrier and put his arm through the fencing of the tiger enclosure. Smart! According to the sheriff's office, our deputy our deputy did everything he could do in that situation and he ultimately made the only possible decision he could in order to save this man's life. This was a tragic Encounter at our world class zoo facility. We value our community partnership with the Naples Zoo and their focus on conservation and education, Kevin Renbosk said in a statement Thursday. The Collier County Sheriff. Apparently, the guy suffered serious injuries. Apparently, this Malayan tiger is part of a critically endangered species and he was killed in the shooting sad. They shot the tiger. It retreated to the back of the enclosure. It probably bit the guy because it was fucking unhappy to begin with. You're trapping these animals in prisons. They didn't ask for it, right? If you want to preserve a species, fucking protect their natural habitat. There is a wildfire happening in Colorado, which isn't the typical California wildfire that we're used to. It's a 1,600-acre Marshall Fire burning near Boulder, Colorado. It's destroyed an estimated 500 homes in the city of Superior, and uh, it's just—it's really spreading fast. Apparently, it's spreading so fast in some areas that it's covering football fields in mere seconds. Uh, it was—it's believed that it was caused by power lines that were damaged in strong winds, up to 110 miles an hour uh, Thursday. So far, there are no fatalities. I believe six people have been uh, admitted to the hospital with burns. They haven't responded on how severe the burns are. I assume that they're probably giving them something like oxandrolone, which is a burn victim steroid, and they're taking good care of them. But that that's really tough. Burn Burns are really hard. I, I wish them the best. Uh, this fire is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So I wish Boulder, Colorado the best in this Marshall fire, and I, I did want to touch on that. Anyways, so... I've got a fucking funny one. Um, a groom-to-be uh, has really pissed off their fiancé because he invited his friends to their honeymoon. <laughs> Could you imagine being with somebody and fucking marrying them, getting ready to marry them, and the dude asks his friends to join him on the fucking honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Some users wrote that you're obviously not ready to be married. It's a honeymoon, you fool. I don't think she should marry you. <laughs> that's a pretty—that's a pretty bold move, my friend. Pretty bold move. Anyways, uh, I appreciate you guys listening this week. I really appreciate your viewership. I look forward to starting another year with everyone as canceled. This is episode 48. It's pretty good. That's about one episode a week, just short of it. I think we missed four episodes total this year. It's not bad for a first-round trip. I, uh, I love you guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you have a great New Year's. Stay safe out there. I, I really hope we can come together and really see that these problems of our society are here to stay. These variants, they're here to stay. And we can either choose defeat and fear and hatred of each other and division, or we can choose to let this shit make us in to eat better, to be stronger to uplift our communities, to be more community-oriented, right? To diversify our lives, to love one another, love thy neighbor, okay? To be honest with ourselves. Are we happy with how we live in our lives? Are we susceptible to this thing going around, right? This is bringing out the weaknesses of our society, both in how we treat each other, in our own health, in our mental and spiritual health as well. A lot of people look to God in these times A lot of people look to God Even when they don't believe in times of adversity I say find that place of peace Whether it is resembled on the outside or not At the end of the day The last thing we control is our perspective And I don't think we should go down In such fear and defeat Whether we go down or not How do you want to be remembered Even if only to yourself The only thing we bring with us in this life Is our experience and the way we live Not our things, not our stuff and uh, i will see you next time on everyone is canceled every monday if you'd like to follow me on instagram you can find me at everyone is canceled spelled the right way with one l you guys take care and i will see you next week good night folks picking heavy things up and putting them down.